Negotiation and customer service. Brought to you by Assemble You. It's time to work on you. So sit back and listen to practical, actionable advice to accelerate your progress. It's safe to say that not a single day passes in the life of a customer service worker without the need for some sort of negotiation. It's a vital skill and mastering it can make all the difference between a content customer and a dissatisfied one. The ability to negotiate effectively empowers customer service workers to handle difficult situations at work, maintain positive relationships with customers, generate increased and indeed repeat sales and boost the reputation of the company they represent. It's not just about getting what you want, it's about finding a solution that satisfies both parties involved. In this track, we will explore the art of negotiation in customer service, discussing the skills and techniques needed to negotiate successfully with customers. Any effective negotiation with a customer must begin with a full understanding of the customer's needs and concerns. This means actively listening to the customer so that you're better able to understand the root cause of their problem and efficiently work towards a solution that meets their requirements. Active listening is often considered the foundation of effective communication, and with good reason. It entails being completely focused on what the customer is telling you, such that you can understand their issue and respond in a manner that makes them feel validated. This also does wonders for establishing trust and rapport, in turn greatly improving the chance of a successful negotiation outcome. In fact, there have been studies which demonstrate that active listening plays a crucial role in restoring a damaged customer relationship and ultimately leads to greater customer satisfaction. Since, according to research, as much as 65% of a person's communication is unspoken, it's important to pay attention to non-verbal cues that can reveal a lot about the customer, how they're feeling, and what they're trying to articulate. For instance, imagine a customer who is visibly frustrated and impatient while explaining an issue they're having with a product. As a customer service worker, picking up on these negative non-verbal cues will immediately inform you that the customer is feeling upset and desires a swift resolution to their problem. You can then leverage this information to adjust your negotiation strategy. You could empathise with the customer's frustration and offer a timely solution which helps to both build rapport and de-escalate the situation. By ignoring or not picking up on non-verbal cues, you risk unintentionally worsening the situation and creating further dissatisfaction for the customer. In the same vein, your non-verbal behaviours are equally important. To indicate to the customer that you're truly tuned in to what they're saying, use open, non-threatening body language. This means smiling while listening, leaning in, maintaining positive, non-judgmental facial expressions and nodding at key points in the conversation. It's also valuable to make good eye contact while engaged in active listening, as it sends a message that you're not distracted by anything else around you and are fully focused on dealing with the customer's issue. Chris Westfall for Forbes examines how empathetic acknowledgement uses emotional intelligence, or EQ, to see the customer's point of view. By listening intently, seeing the situation from their perspective, and tuning into their emotions, you can better anticipate what's going on for the customer. And once you know how they're feeling, you're better placed to reach a rewarding resolution. 
Therefore, make sure you're asking open-ended questions that better allow you to get to the heart of a customer's needs. Asking yes-no questions will often result in dead-end answers. In contrast, open-ended ones will produce far more insightful responses and show that you're interested in the conversation and the other person. Some examples of good questions to ask include, can you tell me more about the issue you're experiencing? What is most important to you in finding a solution to this problem? How do you see us resolving this issue together? And if they're not convinced, what concerns do you have about the proposed solution? Reflecting back to the customer what you heard can be extremely effective. This simple technique ensures that you've captured their thoughts, ideas, and emotions accurately. It also helps them feel validated and understood, limiting the chance of miscommunication. One way to reflect what you've heard is to paraphrase. For example, in the case of a disgruntled customer, in other words, what you're saying is that you're frustrated, or I'm hearing that you feel disappointed by what's happened so far. By summarising what you've heard, you're allowing the customer to say whether you've captured their meaning or intent, bringing you one step closer to a successful outcome. A crucial aspect of negotiating in customer service is the ability to handle difficult customers. Although dealing with difficult or combative customers can be stressful, it's important to always remain calm and professional. This means avoiding personal attacks or becoming defensive. Instead, concentrate on finding a solution to the problem at hand. Staying calm and professional helps diffuse tense situations and create a more productive negotiating environment. As obvious as it sounds, to negotiate effectively, it's also important to have a crystal clear understanding of your company's policies and limitations, as this will allow you to determine which solutions are possible and what options are off the table. It also means that you'll be able to set realistic expectations with the customer and avoid making promises you can't keep. When negotiating with customers, one powerful trick to try is offering them multiple solutions that meet their needs and your company's policies. Not only does this signal that you're willing to work with a customer and find a solution that works for everyone, but it also increases the likelihood of finding a mutually beneficial outcome. This strategy is called MESO, or Multiple Equivalent Simultaneous Offers. The idea behind the concept is that by putting forward multiple options to the other side, their response will yield more information about what the customer views as important. The key to using MESOs is that the options we put forward should all be of equivalent value to us. Use this method to gauge where a customer's priorities lie by making suggestions that emphasise different elements of a product or service. Find out information about what interests the customer so that you can work these details into further options. You can demonstrate you're flexible and cooperative by doing so. Victoria Huston Medvek and Adam D. Galinsky for HBR say, Presenting more than one offer at a time increases the other side's satisfaction as well as the odds that an agreement will be implemented. Research shows that negotiators who use MESOs achieve better outcomes than those who make a single packaged offer, without sacrificing relationships or losing credibility. Negotiation can be a delicate dance, and the words you use can have a huge impact on the outcome. By using positive language, you can foster a far more collaborative negotiating environment and build rapport with the customer. 
This means avoiding negative or blaming language and instead focusing on finding solutions and creating a positive outcome. You should also emphasise flexibility and a willingness to find creative solutions. This means being open to new ideas and approaches and not becoming stuck in a rigid mindset. Being flexible can help you to identify solutions that meet both the customer's needs and your company's policies and is sure to create a more productive space for negotiation. Finally, once a negotiation has concluded, it can often be fruitful to follow up with the customer to ensure that they're satisfied with the outcome. This could mean sending a follow-up email or making a phone call to check in and see whether they have any additional concerns. It might also mean asking a customer how they're getting on with their new product or service when they next visit your store. Following up in this way shows that you care about the customer's experience and are committed to finding solutions that work for everyone. This week, consider some open-ended questions that might help you gather more customer information and better understand what they wish to prioritise. You'll be in a much stronger position to put your new negotiation skills into practice.